3: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi.
1: This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker.
2: I'm Aggie Hewitt.
1: And we're coming to you from a heat wave.
2: It's hot out.
1: The first Um, heat wave of the year.
2: Yeah. I think it'll cool down in a couple of days.
1: Supposedly, yeah, tomorrow's going to still be like 95 and then it'll get cooler. I just, I'm having an okay time in this quarantine, but if it's like this hot regularly, I'm going to go completely insane.
2: I don't know. I kind of am appreciating the nice weather and um, going outside and like getting a little bit of sun, walking my dog and then going back in and being like, okay, like, I don't know. I feel very comforted by warm weather.
1: Yeah, I think you do more than I like. I I don't I mean, I like the sun, but when it gets up into the like mid to low 90s, then it's hard for me to like go outside and and take my walk like now I'm gonna I was doing it at like three three thirty and starting yesterday I transitioned into like a five o'clock walk Mm. down so I guess that's okay it's just I don't know I have like one air conditioning unit in our apartment and uh it doesn't it doesn't help I mean it helps a little bit but like it doesn't get nice and cool the way I want it to be
2: It's like, it's not good for being active, but it's definitely nice to like sit in. Like if I could, I would just like go outside and like lie down and just like sit in the sun for like all day.
1: Yeah, all the parks are supposed to be completely closed. You're not supposed to like sit on the grass in a park, right?
2: I don't think so. I mean, I definitely wouldn't. And I know the park by me is closed. Well, the trails are closed. Yeah, don't go to a park right now. No, you can't go to a park.
1: Every day. I don't know if I'm breaking the law or what is happening, but the trail that I use doesn't seem to be closed and I use it.
2: Maybe, yeah, I don't know. The trails, I know that Griffith Park trails are supposed to be closed, but maybe that yeah. one just went. I don't know.
1: I think it's sort of like they put the caution tape on and people sort of just disregard it. Um, I'm not going up. It, ca- it ha- had caution tape that got. Uh, Oh
2: well, then yeah, it's closed. <laughs> yeah, I if they so. had caution tape and people just took it off and disregarded it, then yeah, like it's closed and you're violating that. But whatever.
1: Uh, it's, it's, there's very few people I know. I I probably should. I'll probably get arrested. You're
2: um, not getting arrested. I mean, no uh, one's getting arrested for any of this. It's just like, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's the it's like the trail just sort of going along the perimeter of the park. Um, that I've been walking along around the golf course, which, yeah, you're right. It's probably illegal. Whatever. I don't know. People have to make compromises every day.
2: I think that you can still walk around the reservoir.
1: Yeah, I heard that. Cause, um, oh, cause it was on next door, like Silver Lake Reservoir. People were freaking out cause people like from not, not from their neighborhood were coming. And it was that sort of like NIMBY next door yeah. attitude that always pops up, um, but-
2: Reason people have Nextdoor.
1: I love it. I mean, I don't love it, but I love uh, judging people and spying on people on Nextdoor is fun.
2: People are wild on Nextdoor. It's the greatest app, and it's only gotten better in the quarantine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's night. Some people are like plugging some small businesses on there, which is nice, or like taking pictures of like a good like someone in the Atwater next door recently, you know, took a picture of the Indian food delivery that they got and they're like, support this business. And that's really cool. But yeah, it's the, um, I mean, everyone has to like make a lot of choices for what fits their life and how to best, uh, like be a good citizen. But it's that, that judgment is, I mean, it creeps in, in all aspects of life, but right now I think like everyone's at an all time high when it's about like judging other people's choices.
2: Yeah, and it's, like, I will judge your choices from my perch of that I built based on imperfect choices as well because it's, like, you can't be – you can't do it perfect. You can just do your best. Like, everybody's doing our, their best right now, but, like, we're all – gonna, you know, it's, like, I would probably make choices that you wouldn't make. You would make choices I wouldn't make. It's, like, everybody's doing – everyone's just trying to get through it.
1: Yeah.
2: As long as you're, like, you know – Social distancing, like staying away from people, wearing your mask when you go in public and like trying to it's like you can only do what's absolutely necessary. But people's definition of necessary changes. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I finally got my thermometer from China that I ordered on Amazon like two months ago. Oh, wow. I don't have a fever.
2: Congratulations.
1: Uh, It's only in Celsius, though, so I had to like do a little conversion on Google.
2: Was it really that hard to get a thermometer?
1: Yeah, I ordered it, like, right, I think before quarantine started in, like, March. Um, And there was, like, yeah, it was, like, a six-week wait to get a thermometer. Um, I have masks coming uh, on Sunday, supposedly. um, Because I've been using, like, the same mask I've had for forever. And I should, it's, like, almost disintegrating now.
2: Wait, what kind of masks?
1: They're um, just like those blue ones with the two straps, like medical oh. masks.
2: Oh, really? Where did you get those?
1: Uh, on Amazon. They're overpriced. They, like, jacked up the prices. It was like $38 for a pack of 50
2: That's a, um, That's really good. It's not bad, yeah. I mean, uh, I only have, I have, like, a cloth reusable mask.
1: Yeah, I had, a, I had a, been using a paper construction mask, which I know is probably not the thing you're supposed to do but that was the one that i had in my like prepper backpack that i got for an earthquake
2: yeah i mean i got my i got my cloth one on amazon now uh, I'm, damn it sorry i'm gonna try the only to... other
1: thing i ordered on amazon last night i ordered like two pounds of buckwheat flour that will take a couple weeks to come because i really want to make those bon appetit chocolate chip buckwheat cookies
2: oh that sounds good
1: um and that's the extent of my purchases lately.
2: Yeah, I've been well. Um, well, actually, one of my purchases came that I did want to talk about. Maybe we can talk about something I bought yep. from a little company called Sephora. Oh. Um, I talked about last week how I had like this like uh, irresponsibly large order coming, <laughs> and it came, and one of the things that I got is a goop brand it's not goop brand but it's a brand it's a brand they carry on goop and it's called ila and so on goop they have they don't have the thing i got but they have like a lot of their like the multi-stick cucumber water stick and their mascara which like they're always trying to get you to buy this mascara and i think that i've seen this on the website before but they don't have it right now it's their super serum tint skin spf 40 with hyaluronic acid and a bunch of other shit that I can't pronounce. And it's like an, so it's like a natural uh, tinted moisturizer. Because my thing is now, I'm trying to make myself wear makeup.
0: Okay.
2: So I feel less depressed. So I just got an SPF that has like a little bit of tint to it. So that I'm like always wearing something. So I wear sunscreen every day. And I've got to say, I love it. It's like it has like pretty decent coverage and it goes on fairly well for a natural sun for a natural tinted sunscreen, which like could easily be very like chalky and look like shit and dry. It's actually really nice and it has like a lot of you know, it's like all, it's actually good for your skin too. So I am enjoying and also on the back it it's like drug facts. This has zinc in it. And it, like, has, like, a very, like, official-looking sticker on the back that makes it look like it has real, like, chemicals in it, which I always find comforting, especially from a but natural
1: it is, product. It is a mineral sunscreen or it's a chemical sunscreen? Well, it has zinc. It's I, mineral. I
2: assume it's a mineral sunscreen.
1: Um, Yeah, it has zinc. Um, I was thinking about starting to wear cologne because I needed something to, like, jazz up my life.
2: Yeah, wear uh, a cologne.
1: And I bought... But, like, my last, like, big purchase before quarantine started was I spent, like, an entire Nordstrom gift certificate on, like, this really expensive Tom Ford cologne. And then I, like, immediately couldn't use it anywhere. So I might I might go back to it.
2: Maybe I'll start wearing perfume around the house. Why not? We'll
1: just, like, drive out our partners.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) By stinking up the place. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, um... I'm scared I'm going to use up all my beauty products in quarantine. And then, like, once quarantine's over and I can go outside, like, I won't have any nice stuff and I'll look like shit.
1: No, you look great because you've been slathering on all those beauty products. You look like I, Madonna in the bathtub.
2: I mean, I have seriously been doing skincare, like, all day, every single day. Like, every five minutes, it's like, I'm doing another mask. I'm doing another peel. I'm doing another this. And it's like my beauty routine as is, like, my skincare routine or whatever now it takes me all day. Like, I'll wash my face, take a break, exfoliate, come back to it. That's what Goop always
1: wanted you to do. The Sunday the Sunday routine that was, like, yes. the all-day routine. Baby.
2: Then it's, like, serum, serum, serum. All day long is another serum. Who the fuck knows? And I also think that it's, like, at a certain point, it's, like, there's only so much shit that there is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, you're just doing, like, hyaluronic acid and vitamin c in different bottles in different sometimes it's in serum form sometimes it's in a pad sometimes it's in a peel sometimes it's in a mask like but it's like literally the same shit in like every single thing
1: and then when you exhaust all those options that's when you sort of have to step it up into like injections
2: i know and i can't inject myself well once i do it then i have to start taking it off so then i wash my face again
1: oh yeah the um Vicki Gunvelson from Real Housewives of Orange County put on like an Instagram. Uh, I don't know if it was an Instagram Live or a story where she was just pleading for uh, like beauty services to reopen. <laughs> and she oh got my. a lot yeah.
2: of. Yeah. That's so great. Those Real Housewives of Orange County have like a real like screaming lady outside of the Baskin Robbins meme vibe. Oh, absolutely. Or, like, I'm sh- like Tamara, whatever, Tamara, yeah. Tamara. Yeah. She must... I hate that one. I hate them so much. The oh, Orange they are,
1: they are ones, all disgusting.
2: They're the ones that I'm like, okay, like, they're actually bad people. Like, they're all... Everyone on it is like... All the housewives are like, you know, a little nutty. But the the Orange County ones, like... I mean, I can't even watch that show. Like, they're so... Vicky was like... So evil.
1: Oh, yeah. They're openly racist and homophobic. Um, They... Like, I'm sure a lot of them voted for Trump, but they, like, happily admit to voting for Trump. Like, they are just – they don't see anything wrong with it. They're just like, yep, we love our president.
2: Yeah, they're, like, just – I mean, I know – in my heart, I truly believe that Luann voted for Trump.
1: I don't think she voted. No, Luann – I don't think Luann voted.
2: She was the one who, like, wouldn't say who she voted for at the end. Remember she when Angie yeah, she... made everyone <laughs> say who they voted for? And she was like, I'm not answering
1: it's beneath me yeah uh we won't spend too much time on housewives but the new lady on new york leah is oh my god perfect perfect
2: naked throwing tiki torches around ramona's backyard it
1: was from like a real political point of view she hated tiki torches because they represented white supremacy
2: is that why she hated them
1: i think so yeah because she said don't be all, all socialite with me to Tinsley and Sonia. And then they said, don't be all socialist with me. It was great. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm giving her credit.
2: Well, maybe not because I think that she's like, I know she's friends with Kat Marnell. Kat Marnell has been tweeting about her.
1: Oh, she's friends. Kat Marnell should be on New York. That's what
2: I think she's angling for. Cause she was being like, I know Leah. Leah's really cool. Leah like did like she came on and it's like, because they're obviously with Leah and Tinsley. Now they're, like, they're trying to, like, really build out, like, a younger generation. Yeah. Oh. Because some of the ladies on New York are...
1: Pushing, you know, pushing daisies.
2: <laughs> they're pushing, they're about, yeah. Like, I mean, some of them, like, they, they're they gonna start dying.
1: I mean, you have that whole, that whole generation of socialites from the early to mid-aughts. Where Tinsley yeah. can bring in... I mean, yeah, a Kat Marnell. I mean, pa- I, th- I think Paris Hilton should definitely go on uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. Like, that whole generation is aging into grand dame status. And we have all these beautiful, like, Olivia Palermo. Like, all these women that were followed on, like, socialite blogs when I was in college and in my 20s are getting to the age of...
2: We need those women back in our lives because they've sort of, they've been in the shadows for too long and it's time for them to become housewives.
1: Uh, I know. But they all problem is, a lot maybe some of them will need the money, but a lot of them like married billionaires like off the jump like no, at, they, oh, well, they
2: all so did I mean like Luann and Sonia both married like so rich they did it anyway because they first of all they want to be on TV and yeah. secondly because they all end up broke anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, it's just like the way of the world.
1: <laughs> or two, just in life in general.
2: Yeah, I mean if they get cat if Cat Marnell ends up on Real Housewives of New York. Uh-huh. She's too I think she might be too famous.
1: Yeah, well well, I don't know. I, I mean if pe- if people don't know Cat Marnell, she is what was she? She was like a fashion writer who worked for She's a beauty Jean. writer. She's a beauty writer, she was
2: a beauty writer at L and she worked under Jean. and a big discovery for us was that like Jean was like lovingly very lovingly written about in her memoir. Um, and she she wrote she had this amazing column for Exo Jane which was like Jane Pratt's blog that she had in like the uh, twenty early 2010s that was like about how she was like basically a drug addict but so like all of her beauty recommendations were sort of about how to like go to work really hungover or like how to like hide the fact that you're like high on crystal meth, but she was like extremely glamorous and like had really like always like, she just like wrote about beauty incredibly well. She's like re- legitimately a really good writer. Um But she's also just like, I mean like too cool, like just like the coolest person who ever lived and she like lives in New York. And she's always like writing about like all of her like artist friends and Oh shit. Sorry. Sorry. Um.
1: But that whole like New York scene, like God, I mean, she'll never do it. But like, what if like Chloe Seveny and like Lydia Hurst, like all these people? Chloe Seveny
2: is not gonna go on. I know, but
1: I wish she would.
2: Chloe Seveny is like not. She's like not messy at all.
1: Yeah, no, she's about to give birth. Yeah, she's very pregnant,
2: and she's like the same age as. She's. Oh yeah, she's... she's the same age as Tinsley.
1: Yeah, she's, like, early 40s. Um, I mean, if you have money, you can easily get pregnant when you're early 40s. That's, like, yeah. Mm,
2: Not easily.
1: Or, like, so there's something. Not
2: necessarily, but it's possible, yeah. But it's still, it's not, like, snap your fingers, I Mm -hmm. think.
1: Uh, On Atlanta, um, Candy is using a surrogate, which is a cool um, plot line for them.
2: Is it her, like, egg?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's her egg. Um, and the surrogate is just hanging out, pregnant.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Because she,
1: she's, like, in her mid-40s, at least.
2: I don't know how much I would have to get paid to be a surrogate.
1: Especially? No yeah. amount of money. I think the... I mean, some... I mean, I guess maybe some of these women are, de- you know, desperate for money. But I think it seems at least this example is someone who really does enjoy the process of being pregnant. I want to help out families that uh, are having trouble conceiving. Um, and also I'm sure she's getting a lot of money, but like she seems very comfortable with being a surrogate, which is, yeah, yeah. it seems it's pretty crazy, but it's good that people are doing it.
2: Oh yeah. Um, well, that's good.
1: Uh, let's, we should move on to, oh, Journey, Gwyneth News. There was a couple of, like was little.
2: Adorable articles. Instagram story.
1: Oh, that was cute. With Apple.
2: Apple. And they're just like goofing around Apple looking adorable. And Gwyneth, like, just being such a fun mom. She's like, oh my God, I forgot my disgusting
1: glasses. Yeah.
2: And it's like, oh my God, Gwyneth, you know that you're gla- I don't – she has been wearing those glasses quite a bit, but you know what? If she wants to, she can do whatever she wants. She's perfect. Let's see.
1: And the, these are – she. yeah, she keeps claiming, like, oh, these are ugly glasses and I'm embarrassed to wear them. And yet she's wearing them on all of her social media. And I think these are the ones that they sell on Goop, or they've at least talked about on Goop, these blue light glasses. So She all,
2: obviously loves them.
1: And, yeah, Apple is – I mean, I don't want to say anything about – a young girl's looks because she's a young girl, but she's like she's a star. She's a Instead star the in the world, making. I mean, it's also you know, it's almost hard to look at her. She's so beautiful.
2: I know it's like really crazy how beautiful she's. She's like the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Also, Gwyneth has been eating a chopped salad a lot. Like she that keeps on posting.
1: Yeah, making she's like, a chopped, salad, every
2: chopped salad like this, and da da da, and then oh, and then also, are you did are you talking about in goop health on your list?
1: Uh, no. So do you, do you want to talk? I, oh. I tried to watch, uh, the, the in goop health video. I got about five minutes in and I had to stop.
2: Oh, you got in way farther than me. So like, that's another piece of goop slash Gwyneth news. They are doing in goop health on, uh, now. And so we all get a, first row seats just how boring it is and it's just like Elise being like this next person is really motivational and inspirational and then like some lady will talk about whatever and it's like really boring so I barely have listened to any of it or watched any of it um but maybe some good people are on. If there was someone really good, if there was like a Barry and Phil situation, you could maybe get me to watch. I don't know if they're doing it. Um
1: if Marianne came on, obviously I would watch.
2: If Marianne was there, if I would they watch. Her. AIDS
1: denier on there. I would I would watch that.
2: Oh, but they they distance themselves from the AIDS denier. I, I mean so. they she's not coming back you know the only aids denier is marianne just kidding she's not yeah. an aids denier no. she's not
1: uh yeah. elisa's introduction was too long and then the lady i mean maybe she had some interesting things to say but it was that typical you know we're gonna do a medicate meditation so breathe in breathe out breathe in breathe out and then i was like i need to stop this is so boring the
2: breathing i'm I need less breath work in my life. I think I've got I've got my fill of breath work.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would I would watch some in Goop Health if they got if she got some celebrities on there. If we got like a, a a Kate Hudson or a Jessica Alba, I'd check it out. But
2: Yeah, I want Kate I actually now wish I could watch Kate Hudson talk about being an entrepreneur now that I am a member of her pyramid scheme you're a patron patron of her
1: entrepreneurship
2: i am a patron of hers and it's i can't afford it and it's really stupid but i have a lot of new workout clothes which is good
1: um god there's so many things i can't afford i tried to like cancel my new york times online subscription the other day and then they like they conned me into keeping it because they were like oh you can get your special promotion for another year and I was like, okay, fine. And then immediately they tweeted out that like horrible Trump, like Trump says to drink bleach, but some experts say it's wrong. And like, I was like, I cannot. Yeah, not
2: I, I, I unsubscribed from the New York Times. I'm so happy I did. Their headlines are so stupid. The whole thing about how like, ever they can't talk about anything without saying what Donald Trump thinks about it. Like they cannot talk about Anything that is happening right now without saying what Donald without reporting on Donald Trump's comments, which it's like we already know that we don't need this. Like we everybody knows what Donald Trump is about, they claim to know, but I think that they get clicks, they sell more papers, and they don't give a shit. I, the New York Times is like, I'm so over the New York Times.
1: Uh, maybe, yeah, I should try to cancel again. I'm going to do that again <laughs> and really stick to my guns this time.
2: You know, I almost wrote a letter to the editor. I really was so pissed about one of these headlines. It was like this. It was like a really similar thing. It was like um, Fauci says this, um, like, you know, contradicting what Trump says or something. And it's like, why put the thing about how it's contradicting Trump in there? Who cares? Like, is Trump the medical expert here or is the other guy? So why are you telling me what he thinks about it they're just so
1: hammered with power and this elite class is is i mean they're they're politically opposed to trump nominally but they're in the same i don't know it's like uh i
2: think so i i don't think that it's some sort of like deep state elite um like conspiracy of elites i think it's like they thought that they weren't going to sell any more newspapers because everybody was reading stuff on twitter and they realize that the only way they can do it is to have a bunch of um clickbait about donald trump and put it behind a paywall and that's how they're making their money
1: yeah you're probably right i was gonna try to switch to the la times but it was so so expensive though it was like it's like four dollars a week instead of four dollars a month i can't afford it
2: I ha- I get the L A Times, but that's like the only newspaper. I I canceled the Washington Post. I just get the L A Times now. I may and- I think I still have the Washington Post actually.
1: Goop is forever free, and we are I thankful goop for that.
2: Is free Goop is for the people.
1: Uh, all right, let's let's move on to our our newsletters. Um, what was your best of the week?
2: Okay, so my best of the week was the closet organization video because I need to get my closet organized my closet is like in a perpetual state of disarray I always I will like go through I'll take clothes that I want to give to somebody or get rid of and then somehow it just grows right I just it's never ending for me so I watched there was like a good closet organization video the woman who was doing it said that if her clothes if she hasn't worn something in 30 days she gives it away which seems
1: crazy
2: that's too much well it's also it's like well what about like seasonal stuff like I'm not in two months I will have definitely gone 30 days without wearing any long sleeve shirts and probably like long pants too but that doesn't mean I need to like give them away
1: I don't know where she's living where she would go through all of her wardrobe in 30 days. I mean, maybe she must be excluding seasonal things.
2: Well, she said she has, like, a couple of, like, bags where she keeps, like, coats and stuff. But it's, like, there's stuff besides coats that, you know, change with the seasons.
1: Yeah, like, I go through whole summers where I never wear long pants. And then other months where I never wear shorts. I'm not going to throw them away.
2: We Don't throw them away. Except for, you know... If you gain too much weight, which is what I'd like to... That's what—that's why I have to give my clothes away, is because I had to for them.
1: I, I should do that, but I will give myself, like, a year. Like, if I haven't worn anything in a year, then I would give it away. I think
2: reasonable. a year is more... Yeah, that's more reasonable.
1: Because I have things... I definitely have things that I've had for years and years and years that I have that I should give away. Ugh, it's so hard for me. I don't know. I guess I have like hoarder tendencies. I never think of myself that way, but I definitely do.
2: I know. I definitely do too. I mean, I can't. I I'm like, oh my god. But like, what if I? Well, so much of my stuff, and this is, like, really pathetic, but it's, like, so much of it is stuff that, like, I used to fit into, but then I got too, I, like, gained too much weight, and but I, like, like it, so I'm, like, well, if I lose weight, I want to wear this again, and it's, like, oh, yeah, that's my expensive, and especially, yeah, like, if it's expensive, I'm, like, well, when am I going to buy this again? So, I have stuff like that. And then I also, because I'm a yo-yo dieter, unfortunately, I have stuff on the opposite end of the spectrum as well, where I'm like, these are my fat clothes. (laughs) And this, I like this. And in case I gain weight, I'll want to have, you know, so it's like, I've definitely, it's like a little dance I do with myself, which you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to only have clothes that fit you. But for some of us, that's not easy.
1: No, yeah. Um, I actually, like, I feel like the last year or two, maybe it's been doing this podcast has helped me stay at a pretty steady weight, more so than I used to. I don't know.
2: Oh, that's good. This podcast has helped you stay at a steady weight.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't. Or that, or maybe I just am slowly getting a more healthy relationship to food. I have no idea. Or that's I'm just question. like creeping up and not going down anymore. I don't know.
2: Well, why do you think this podcast is making you have a healthier relationship with food?
1: Uh, I think for me, just talking about it like every week is even if it's, we're not like going into like specific details of, you know, food diaries or anything, but just keeping it top of mind and, and, um, and cooking and just trying to be as healthy as possible. Like I definitely will have gone through phases, you know, where I'm picking up more fast food and stuff. And actually this quarantine has helped because I, i mean i've we've gotten we've ordered pizza once in the past six weeks and we've gotten john picked up burger king once and i think those two times were the only times we've ever uh had fast food for like in the middle for you know almost two months now so um i think that's good
2: yeah definitely what was your best
1: um my best Was oh, it was actually a fashion article, which is rare for me on Goop. But um, it was the classic movies giving us style inspiration.
2: Oh wait, I I saw that.
1: It was cool. They had uh, it was all of these old movies, and they had outfits picked up, picked out uh, to represent all of the old movies. And they actually looked like they weren't, you know, even very tenuous uh, relationships. They actually looked pretty much like the outfits that the actresses are wearing. So they had um, Roman Holiday, uh, yeah. Breathless, um, Dirty Dancing, Jurassic Park, which was funny. Laura Dern's, like, paleontologist right. outfit.
2: Like Laura Dern.
1: Yeah. Um, they had La Piscine, High Society, Contempt, Desperado. And then, of course, they go down and they have The Talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs>
2: <gasps> Perfect. Well, I mean, that movie is so stylish and she looks so good in it.
1: And you can buy a version of Gwyneth's outfit uh, from Talented Mr. Ripley. They have a Chloe white top for $1,250, um, a cream-colored skirt for $670, and then a red bu- red bikini. Um,
2: Should I use my entire stimulus check to buy that shirt? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you can't even get the whole outfit. Well, you, you can't, can't even get the whole shirt. shirt. Maybe Brian won't want his stimulus check, and then you could get the whole outfit.
2: I want to just buy the shirt because, like, I think the shirt is the exact amount of the stimulus check.
1: It is. It's, well, you have to, it's $50 more. Plus, oh, I guess you get free shipping. Oh,
2: my God. I'm going to, should I do it? Let us you know on the a
1: Stimulus shirt. Actually, my you know sister. what? Don't spend, don't spend your whole stimulus check on goop. They don't need the money.
2: But I need the shirt.
1: You need the shirt. It would look cute.
2: I don't even know. It's just, like, a white button-down shirt.
1: Yeah, because in the movie, she basically... It's, like, a, a button-down where she just ties, and it's, um... And she hasn't doesn't have it buttoned-down. But the actual yeah. shirt that they sell is more of, like, a, a V-neck puffy pirate shirt, so it's not exactly the one in the movie.
2: Okay, it's modernized for the modern yeah, woman.
1: I would say you could just buy a regular priced white button down shirt and then wear a little bikini top underneath it and pretend that you're, you know, on the Amalfi Coast instead. I
2: do have a goop bikini already.
1: Oh, you can wear that underneath the shirt. I'll
2: wear that under my shirt.
1: And then just pretend pretend Brian's trying to kill you.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) And act scared every time he comes in.
2: I'll just like back uh, he'll back me up against the wall and be like eh, and I'll run out the front the door we just watched that movie
1: uh oh you watched it again since we recently watched it
2: no I was saying like you and I I was oh, just like yeah, yeah. To the that we just watched that movie like not just I guess it was like a few months ago but
1: a ago. if it's you want class- thoughts go to Two Old Queens hosted by my husband John Flynn where we talk about Townsend Mr. Ripley that's right um so, yeah, there's a lot of old movies. I think nowadays, at least me and my small circle are taking a lot of pleasure in watching old movies on the Criterion Channel and other places. So it'd be fun to uh, dress up like your favorite characters from your old movies. Yeah. Again, they don't have any men's outfits.
2: Um, well?
1: Um, I do, I would want to dress up well, it would be sort of problematic if I went too far, but like Janet Jackson in poetic justice, because um, she has like uh, like you know wide leg '90s jeans and like a big chunky belt, and that would be fun. Is that
2: how you want to dress?
1: Yes, like Janet Jackson and poetic justice. That's sort. I I dress like the '90s anyway. I love a big belt and um, and baggy jeans, so I'm halfway there.
2: Yeah, so all you need is a different, a tight shirt.
1: A tight shirt. Yeah, they have like a leotard thing. Um, or like a bodysuit, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then that sexy necklace that she wears in the, she like shoves down her underwear in the again video. Do you know that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: that she like puts down her pants.
2: Why does she do that? Is she hiding it? It's
1: like a sexy, like treasure for her man.
2: To, to find a necklace?
1: To find a necklace in her vagina, yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, I mean, I vaguely, I'm, like, vaguely remembering this. But,
1: um, uh. It was a very sexy video.
2: Wait, but so you're, those are two, wait, so is she wearing the, or is she, is that the music video for the movie?
1: Yeah. I don't know if she's actually wearing the necklace in the movie, but the that song is was for the movie. So it was, like, she had the same, like, style in you know? it. I see.
2: Um, okay, was your- my worst is that I haven't read a book all of quarantine, mm. which I think is like really pathetic of me. And then as you know, and we were told by a reader in advance because we got some lucky inside information, but now I think it's public knowledge. Goop started a book club and that's good. But the book that I want to read is not that it is a self-help book recommended by... Megan O'Neill. Oh,
1: cool.
2: In an article called like the five things that we're into or like the fifteen things that we're into right now or whatever. One of those articles that they do.
1: Fifteen, yeah.
2: And she recommended a self help book called The Five Archetypes. <laughs> which is about how like everybody fits into one of five archetypes. Ugh. And that sounds good to me. I'm, like, always interested in, like, these are the five ways you can be. Or, like, these are the types of people there are. Like, these are your love languages or these are whatever. So I'm definitely into – I would be de- definitely down to check that out.
1: That does sound slightly more fun. I mean, the book that they chose for the Goop Book Club honestly sounds so boring to me. Oh, I think it sounds cool. Isn't it about, like, gold,
2: a Gold Rush family it's or called-
1: something? How much of these hills is gold? And it's, yeah. like, the story of fiction. I don't know. It, I'm sure it's great. But maybe it's just not what I'm in the mood for right now. Um, what
2: are you in the mood for right now?
1: Like, easy, fun, fast, sexy, naughty. Um, okay. I mean, I just finished, a like, a Bosch detective novel, which is, like, not that naughty. But it was, like, it's just, like, easy to read. Um, I'm reading... Kill All Normies Right Now by Angela Nagel, which is like a. Oh, really? It's like a sort of a history of like the online culture wars of the 2010s about like 4chan and the rise of the alt right and versus like, cool. rise of, like Tumblr woke culture. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, and then I just downloaded like a really like skeezy um, gay novel by, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Now I can't remember his name from the 90s. He's like a trashy gay novelist who's good. Uh, I don't know
2: any trashy gay novelists from um, any. Um,
1: Anyway. uh, oh fuck. Oh well. Well, you'll look at it. If you just Google trashy gay novelists from the nineties, he'll come up. And then I just also downloaded Belinda Carlisle's memoir where she talks about her like raging 30-year coke addiction. Oh. So
2: people who I love people's memoirs about when they were addicted to drugs
1: it's so it is the I mean they're great drug memoirs are so fun I love them
2: they're so fun and they always make me so sad that I'm not on drugs
1: Uh, yeah and then you're sort of like glad after a while yeah Um, but she because she was you know obviously popular in like the you know the 80s but her cocaine addiction lasted um, through the 2010s. So good for wow. her. Yeah,
2: good for her.
1: Um, I'm never gonna. I'm this is gonna bug me so much. This fucking. It's like a very n- boring name. Um, Why look? Because it's on my here. Wait. Okay. Let's keep talking, and then I'll look it up on my.
2: Uh, okay, phone. you look it up, and I'm gonna. Oh no, you still have to do your work.
1: Yeah, do my worst okay my worst was uh oh god so they had this roundup of like different apps to help you through quarantine and the article was called a social toolkit for virtual gatherings clubs and connection and one of the apps that they uh shilled for is called tech support and basically it's uh it says with texts and phone calls increasing tenfold, your standard modes of communication can start to feel more utilitarian than personal. There are a handful of creative apps and services. Blah, blah blah. Okay, so this one. Okay, so the actual app is called Quarantine Chat, and it says, "Remember when we used to strike up conversations with strangers, not just hurry past them while maintaining at least a six-foot buffer? Scratch the chance encounter itch by signing up to chat with other people who are homebound all over the world. You'll get periodic phone calls." They connect you randomly with another person in need of a friendly ear. That literally sounds like my worst nightmare, to just get a phone call from an unknown person at a random time and have to talk to them.
2: Wasn't there a thing where it was, like, people in Sweden were like, call us? It was, like, remember you would, like, call people in Sweden? Or there was something like that. There was, like, a a number that was like that.
1: Maybe. I remember there was um, Chat Roulette, which was ended up just like dick pics
2: yeah no it wasn't like that it was like you would like call actual people who like wanted to talk to you and it was like from like the travel, like the tourism department and in like some scandinavian country i vaguely remember this
1: that's i mean i don't like to talk to people in general and uh definitely not people i don't know and definitely not at like a random time when i'm in the could be in the middle of like watching a movie or something And I don't want to pick up the phone. Okay, here's the name of the author that I couldn't fucking think of. Dennis Cooper. Okay. And the novel I have to read in 10 days before it goes back to the library is called Frisk. And it has a naked dude on the cover. So I'm excited to read it.
2: Sounds sexy.
1: It will not probably be making the Goop Book Club anytime soon.
2: Well, you never know. Sometimes they like to be weird.
1: Um... So I don't need any apps to be more social. I'm already, we're already doing Skype, we're already learning Zoom. I don't need We've got apps. it all. No. Um what was your craziest or your saddest?
2: Okay, my craziest was how crazy would it be if I cuz since we're being nice.
1: Oh yeah, I definitely uh stopped being nice. I had a straight up worst. <laughs>
2: um yeah, mine is just because I would never make this, but it like it did sort of sound like something I don't know. I read the description and I'm like, oh, I do want to make it the grown-up cereal bars with almond, butter, espresso, and cardamom. This is the type of goop recipe that I absolutely never make because it's like here are like four thousand exp- expensive types of like seed bran, like obscure flour that you mix together and make some sort of like, unappetizing bland dried out bar that's like sweetened with something that has an unpleasant flavor and you're supposed to like eat it for like a few days and it takes way longer it's like the kind of thing that would take like all day to make and cost like $60 and you would like get like four breakfasts out of it and hate every single one of them. Yeah after
1: the first day they'd be like stale and not even taste good
2: and they won't even taste good but like I was reading this. Okay. I like this flavor combination that they're talking about. Almond butter, espresso, and cardamom.
1: espresso. That sounds really good.
2: That sounds pretty good. And then they, because we always say on here, you know, don't forget that you can modify all of these goop recipes. This one says they put a tip. You can try this with a variety of different unsweetened whole grain puffed cereals. So like, because this recipe calls for one cup of puffed millet one cup of puffed brown rice and one cup of quinoa crisps and then additionally you have chia seeds flax seeds almond butter espresso powder cardamom kosher salt honey and flaky sea salt so like everything besides the um puffed the unsweetened whole grain puff cereals are like i don't know kind of pantry like not crazy like I've got all this stuff, I think, except for I may not have flax seeds, but I have everything else. And I, oh, I don't think I have cardamom, but I can get that or the espresso powder. But they're not like hard to find.
1: <laughs> you have literally nothing.
2: I have literally not. Well, I have almond butter. <laughs> I have almond butter, chia seeds and salt and honey. I'll <laughs> just
1: use
2: those. I'll just use that. But it's like so if I got if I had to get the espresso and the but I think you could also just use like
1: coffee. Brand coffee. Cause aren't, but aren't you supposed to use, like, instant espresso?
2: Yeah, for more, like, I think, concentrated
1: flavor. Yeah.
2: But basically, whatever. Like, this stuff isn't that hard to find. And I think if you just got one of the types of cereal, I don't think you need to get all three of these. I would just get puff brown rice because that would be the cheapest, probably. Yeah.
1: And make it. it I don't think this. Yes.
2: Huh?
1: You just use Rice Krispies.
2: Or just use rice krispies yeah it's like they're rice Krispie treats essentially
1: uh, or you could go on instant cart and make someone buy all of those ingredients separately <laughs> go to well, like the book bin of whole foods and like do a cup of this a cup of that a cup of this
2: well they can't go to whole foods because amazon owns it
1: yeah let me use whatever their version is wait I are there bulk even around now or did they cancel them
2: I don't know, but I I think that the supermarket is, like, working basically the exact same way as it was before. They just have, like, social distancing measures.
1: Um, those bars it do sound... Know. I think that the combination of the espresso and the cardamom is, like, really a, an original thing that I never would have thought of. But now I'm, like, intrigued to try it. And almond butter. Yeah.
2: It all Except sounds good.
1: I'm I'm always a peanut butter person. Like, I like almond butter fine, but I've almost always rather use peanut butter.
2: I prefer almond butter. I think it has, like, I just think it has a better flavor. I don't know. It's, like, less (laughs) salty, more sweet, more creamy, and it's more satisfying.
1: I hear you. Uh, I have a craziest. It's Jennifer Freed's new article entitled, What Does It Mean to Have Faith Now?,
2: what is her um, job description on this one?
1: Back to the psychological astrologer. She's gone f- okay. full circle. I think she realized that this is what she's known for, this is her brand that she's built, and this is what people yeah. want to hear. From her. Yeah. Um Fair. so they obviously introduced Jennifer Fried again. We all know who she is. They say her perspective typically leaves us feeling better, refreshed and capable of turning any situation into one of possibility and hope. And all right. then like most astrologers, she says how she basically knew that this was going to happen. Um, yeah, she said yeah. she didn't predict a pandemic specifically, but she she has long foreseen 2020 as a critical year for worldwide overhaul, and because uh, all these planets are in the the house of Capricorn right now, which means like the social order is changing. So she says, like, Pluto's in Capricorn, Jupiter's in Capricorn, Saturn's in Capricorn, uh, Mars is in Capricorn. And Capricorn has to do with ruling social order, banking, and political systems. Honestly, it seems a little anti-Semitic, this... Um...
2: I mean, every single thing yeah. in the world is anti-Semitic, so just... <laughs> so, <laughs> that's um,
1: of yeah. And Capricorn is like a seago. Like, I'm surprised... There's not, like, Capricorns with, like, hook noses and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, like, this is, like, the New World Order that controls the World Bank or something. Yeah. And I
1: was Mac in the middle of Capricorn, um, but I don't know anything about banking, so I'm okay. But, yeah, so, like, all of these these big shifts are supposed to happen. And then she, and then she basically says faith is just a comfort in these times. And she doesn't mean organized religion, of course. She means faith and astrology. Um, yeah.
2: It means like her thing.
1: And there's four four ways to build faith, because Goop loves a list. Uh number one, dedicate five minutes at the same time each day to do an activity that opens up your heart and relaxes your mind. That's like sounds like a good piece of advice. Yeah. Two on a regular basis gather others remotely or in person when it's safe again and intentionally focus loving energy on someone you all know. Um that does sound, like, usually when I am talking to others, it's about, like, talking shit about someone that we all know, and yeah. it would be nice to switch that and actually, like, send good um, thoughts to a person. No. To I'm, like,
2: them. such a negative bitch, <laughs> and I've uh, got to be clear about it.
1: Fun. Um, and then number three is pick an inspiring teacher to read or listen to who uplifts you and points your heart and mind to a sense of purpose and meaning. Take time each day to listen to or read something from them. Um, I guess my teacher now is Belinda Carlisle and sexy novelist Dennis Cooper.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't, mine is, mine is my stimulus check that I haven't gotten yet. (laughs) Oh,
1: I know. When is that coming?
2: I don't know, but I literally want to blow the entire thing on goop. I want to buy this ring can I buy a twelve hundred dollar
1: ring? You can. You can do anything you want with your Trump bucks. Um, I just want to see his big, beautiful signature right all over that check. I know.
2: Well, I mean, I'm gonna keep mine, but I also kind of don't think I'm gonna ever get it.
1: I know. I'll yeah. I'll I'll believe it when I see it.
2: Yeah. I mean, direct but, deposit people already got theirs.
1: I know. Oh, well. I'm getting unemployment. That's something I'm excited about. I didn't think that, that would happen that soon. Yeah. Uh, um. And number four is, this last practice has been the most powerful to strengthen my faith. I do it daily. Oh, it's a poem that she says to say. So the poem, here, I'll just read it quickly. Dear guides and angels, thank you for giving me health. Thank you for bringing me a sense of calm. Show me how to open my heart today and see the miracles all around me guide me to give generously to others and listen to them deeply teach me patience and show me how to receive love more freely and openly. She's supposed to say that every day. I don't know.
2: I think having a mantra is helpful for some people.
1: Yeah, I try to have a mantra when I do yoga in the morning, but it's usually like very short, just like like I am present or like something like that. Something very That's it. Uh, well, I didn't think of it myself. Adrian is always telling she us to say to that. You, She's your yeah. guru. Yeah, she is my teacher. She's my guru. I listen to her every day now.
2: Um. Yeah, I want to subscribe to her lifestyle brand, but hers you have to pay for.
1: Oh, I can offline. I can give you a uh, a login.
2: Oh, you have it. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to see her... Here's my question about Adrian: Who is this, like, friend that's, like, her friend who's, like, a chef?
1: Oh, she's on her... It's some vegetarian chef. It's some lady. Um, she's not a
2: vegetarian, you... but they do vegetarian... Like, her regular YouTube channel is, like, meat and stuff on it. But they do, like, vegetarian cooking, like, on her channel together.
1: Yeah, I don't know her name, but she's on... Uh, if you go into Adrian's, like... Um, non-youtube like paywall channel they have videos from this lady and recipes and stuff honestly to me the re- the recipes don't look that great they, they're a little too hippie crunchy
2: i'm just so interested i really want to watch i saw she has like a what i eat in a day video that is like really what i want to see i mean adrian is like slowly overtaking gwyneth in terms of like lifestyle people that i'm interested in well
1: because she's she's so mysterious like you don't really know anything about her other than like her yoga videos and I guess on her website, there's, like, other, like you said, food diaries and stuff. But you don't know anything about her personal life. You know she has a dog. You assume she has a partner. But I don't know. Maybe she's single. She lives in Austin. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, anything about her personality or what she's into outside of yoga. It's very interesting.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's how she. That's how they get you. They keep up that air of mystery.
1: Because, like, most lifestyle brand people on instagram are like very uh you know everything about them they're so like they they're so intimate with talking and adrian is she yeah she leaves an air of mystery so I like uh,
2: yeah
1: like i don't even think she's on instagram she is is she oh i don't want. To. <laughs> okay <laughs> she <laughs> is um,
2: yeah but she's just like i mean like her main thing is just youtube yeah yeah um, um
1: what would you try
2: Okay, I would try this thing that is the talk of the town right now in the entire, like, wellness world. And it's, like, the must-have accessory of the quarantine, which are ankle weights.
1: Ooh.
2: Uh, Jessica Alba, I think, was photographed wearing them. People are telling you you've got to get ankle weights on. Some fucking bitch that was walking her dog and, like, got too close to me. So I had to walk in the street yesterday morning was wearing them. So she's on it, on the trend. (laughs) And, like, I want ankle weights. I want to just be wearing them around my house. I'm I'm having paranoia about getting, like, blood clots or something. So I'm not moving enough. Like, I mean, I'm doing, like, a workout video. But I still – it's, like, if I don't do – I do, like, yoga or whatever, and then I'm just, like, sitting for the rest of the entire day, except for when I walk my dog or if I, like, cook in the kitchen. Those are, like, the only things I even get up to do. So I'm, like, slightly paranoid about it. I want to get these weights on. I'm
1: like a really good idea. Are you supposed to use them when you're walking, too, or just around the house?
2: I think you're especially supposed to use them when you're walking. I think the idea of just like wearing them around the house is like my own crazy fantasy that I just made up. But like for the most part you wear them like when you like are walking.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be a good way to bring my daily walks to a whole new level. Cause I I feel a little guilty when I am walking and people are like jogging and I am just not there. Um,
2: no they should feel guilty for jogging
1: i know no but just like health wise they're they're having a better workout than me
2: yeah but it's like they are taking no i never feel guilty for not being a jogger and these crazy i mean if you're jogging that's fine you know everybody like you're we saying everybody's doing their own thing but like I, I feel like more people started jogging than were jogging before
1: oh absolutely because no one can go to the gym
2: i guess yeah but it's like all of a sudden everybody has to jog and it's just like, it's so much. It's And they cool. take up, they just, they're just like charging you the whole time.
1: I know, it's terrifying because I'll have my headphones in so I can't hear all the time people coming up behind me and they're weaving this way and that way. Uh, for me, I can't, like my knees and my ankles just get fucked up when I, when I try to jog so I can't do it.
2: Yeah, my knees are too fucked up to jog, too. Um, what would you try?
1: Uh, I would actually try another recipe from... What was what was the, the theme of these recipes? It, it was, was like, like,
2: sugar, low-sugar oh, breakfast that is still kind of
1: sweet. So the one that I really wanted to try was the tea-steeped barley porridge. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I would necessarily need to have barley, because I have, like, oats in my house, but... Steeping oatmeal with um, tea and almond milk sounds so good. I really want to try it. That does sound really good. And I think I have some like black tea or Earl Grey lying around. Um, and so you, you basically do sort of like an overnight oats. You, you just uh, put barley or oats in boiling water and um, leave it overnight. And then you drain it. I guess this is for barley oats. You probably don't need to do all this, these steps. But you just uh, put three cups of almond milk, half a half cup of water, uh, four tea bags, and then a little vanilla and salt, and you cook it um, for about 20 minutes, and then you top it with fruit. It says plums and hazelnuts, but I'm sure you could do any fruit and nut, and it'll be great. Sounds really good.
2: That sounds really good, yeah. And then the other one on here was a smoothie, which also, I mean, it was just a smoothie, but it also sounded really good. Yeah. I think- Partly because they use Greek yogurt in it, and I have found I've been making smoothies with Greek yogurt, and I must say, it is a welcome addition to any smoothie. Oh yeah,
1: because a little it's a little tart. Um,
2: it like, adds a little body. Protein without having to put protein powder. Oh. I used to always try to leave have like one meal that was just like all whole foods or something like no dairy and no whatever, but now I'm just like. Get it in there. Get it all in there.
1: Yeah, I just used up the rest of my protein powder, so I am completely out of protein powder now.
2: Well, now you're just, yeah, now you're Whole Foods. That's good.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Wait, there's something that we haven't talked about yet, and I'm afraid well, we're not going to get to it. The survey. Did you do it?
1: No. What survey?
2: I got a survey. Did in you not email? get it? Yes,
1: I might not have checked. It was just from oh. Goop. Yes. Uh, let me see if I got it. Wait, what was what was on the questions? What were the questions?
2: If the subject was a short survey for you? It came in today at eleven twenty-two a.m. and I wrote down all the questions and my answers to them because I thought we might go over it. But now that I know that you didn't get one, I'm like slightly more terrified.
1: It, what if it was a scam?
2: it was definitely from goop (laughs) okay it says what are three words that describe how you're feeling right now i said anxious bored and reflective i actually feel better i don't feel that bad but i didn't want to say that i feel too i like didn't want to be like calm fine or whatever and then it's like which of the following would you like to add to your weekly routine and then it gave you like a list of things to check off so it was like cooking at home exercising communicating with family or friends reading a new book and it was kind of weird because like a lot of the things weren't stuff I'd want to add. They were things I already sort of do. Like I already cook and exercise and communicate. And well, like I said I haven't really been reading, but like I was like watching TV, listening to podcasts, like all stuff I already do. But I just like clicked off the stuff I already do. And then it says, which would you or no. And then it says, which have you recently added? And it's like the same thing. So I just clicked the same shit again. Then there was like a section about goop social media, like which of these do you use and which do you use regularly? And then, like, I it was like a lot, like every week, every other, like every other day, never. And it was like social media, website, podcast, YouTube, and Netflix. Like, how often do you like go to those things?
1: I and, definitely didn't get the survey. I'm so mad. And then
2: I got to give my feedback on the podcast, or I got to give my feedback, and it was like, what would you um like? What would get you coming back for more, like for of our material or whatever? And I like gave my honest answer, and I was like, the podcasts are dry and overly didactic. But I listen when Gwyneth Paltrow interviews celebrities. <laughs> and then it was like, what? And then it let you say like, what would you like to see from Goop? Like, what do you want Goop to offer? And I said a subscription box with tears.
1: That is really smart.
2: Wouldn't that be so good?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm surprised that they haven't done that yet. Like that, that seems like a no-brainer.
2: I know. I think they're thinking about it. But like
1: I'm that sure was what are. I
2: said I wanted. And then it said if Goop could help you with one thing, what would it be? And then it was like a list of things like exercise routines. And one of the, one of the options was just laughs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I go to Goop for my comedy.
2: And but I filled in my own and I said retail therapy because I just want to go all I want to do is like shop online, but I'm like not really because I don't have any money. But like that's all I'm like doing. And like I don't know if you're like allowed to or whatever, but I've been like really like looking at clothes and stuff online.
1: Oh, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. Okay, good. I I do agree. A subscription box would be fun. Um I want them like, I like that they have like an active YouTube channel now, but I want more lighthearted, short videos with the girls who work at Goop and not these long, hour long, either just, you know, podcast episodes or these like meditation things with Elise. I want like a short I want it to be like an alternative. If I'm going to see Bon Appetit, I want to say, oh, do I feel like Bon Appetit or do I want Goop? Can I are there like five to ten minute videos about trying on a product like I like the Jean one? That was, um, she was going through the exfoliating thing. That was like a fun, it was like two minutes long, Jean talking yeah. about exfoliating. I want stuff like that.
2: Yeah, short, fun, easy breezy content. Um, and But then they were like, is it okay if we contact you about this? And I said, yes. And then they, I gave them my email, which they already obviously had because they emailed it to me. And then I had to put in my phone number. And I uh, did uh, it.
1: So maybe Gwyneth will call you like how people were getting excited when Elizabeth Warren called them.
2: What if it's like that? What if it's like, what if Gwyneth is going to call all of my notes were like, sell more stuff, (laughs) which is like all they do is sell stuff and have more Gwyneth Paltrow stuff. Like that was all I wanted. I was like, I want to buy clothes and makeup from you. And I want like, I just want Gwyneth Paltrow to be like the person who's like in charge of all of your like, um, like your content. Yeah, I don't want yeah. any of these. Well, well, one in particular, but I'm not going to say who because.
1: Uh, Yeah, that was nice of you to not mention anyone by name.
2: I didn't she's mention the
1: one who anyone. And ultimately, read read all this stuff.
2: I I seriously doubt that she'll actually read it.
1: Yeah, she won't. No. Uh, quickly because we've already been over an hour, let's just say what we would buy, what would you buy?
2: My buy is, um, shit, sorry. Oh, I want to buy the martini, the, the soak. I feel like I'm ready. I've never gotten why anybody would buy those. You can buy them cheaper. I still think you can, but, and it's really hot, so it's not like bath weather, I guess, but like, I just like a nice. All I want to do is like self care, skin care, beauty rituals, and the one thing I'm not really doing are like really long, nice, luxurious baths. So, I would love to do like a good soak.
1: I mean, if it was cooler out, that sounds really nice. I wish. I mean, I guess you can't really do a cold bath, but if there was or a a pool, I guess a cold bath is a pool. Um, A cold
2: bath is a what?
1: Is a pool, (laughs) like going swimming
2: to go. Well, but that's not gonna happen anytime soon so
1: uh, i know i can't wait i was just like because john and i were in palm springs just like a few weeks before the quarantine started and it was it was a nice trip But i'm like oh god that's all i want is like to go back to a pool and like have a cocktail and i'm just like fixated on it and eventually it'll happen
2: i know it'll happen
1: um so i would buy uh Oh, there was, like, some some lady had a morning routine. She was the art director for Goop, and she has really nice hair. Her name's is Renee Rupich, Rupchich, and she talks about this um, hand cream that I'd never seen before on Goop. It's only $11, and it's, like, a grapefruit-scented... It's called Pink Grapefruit Argon Hand and Body Lotion from a company called Leaves of Trees, and they sell it for $11 on Goop. So I'm like, you know...
2: But isn't shipping on Goop also, like, $11? Like, isn't that gonna
1: I guess buy five of them and get free shipping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're... Yeah. Oh, and it's really tiny. It's 37 milliliters, which is probably, like, microscopic. It's probably, like, travel size. Know.
2: Yeah, it's probably not very big.
1: Um oh, but selling hand I love sanitizer. What?
2: They have hand sanitizer. Oh, really? It's Mega Babe, which is that brand that sells, like, stuff you can put between your thighs so they won't chafe. <laughs> and um and they're selling her their hands oh no it's sold out too bad
1: sold out everywhere yeah uh, well guys it's been really fun as always um thank you for listening to goop yourself podcast uh go to our patreon patreon.com slash goopyourself uh give us a few bucks so you get extra content go to our teespring store Get some t-shirts and go to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars. Give a nice review and we will appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We'll talk talk to you soon.
3: Bye.